to the episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies, and I am your host, Camille. And today, I, for the next 10 weeks, I am joined by my dear friend and fellow resident podcaster who is back from, you know, because she was here before with taking the reins. But I am here. She's back again for the next nine or 10 weeks um, of Christmas movie reviews. Um, yes. Kayla Blackwell, hey, what's up, Kayla? Not much. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday out of every all the holidays. Christmas is at the top. Yeah, so definitely mine as well. Yeah. So, so this fits in with everything, and I love Christmas Hallmark movies. So, yeah. Are you, are you excited to join me? Yeah. And, and for those of y'all who can't see, because this is audio only, my Christmas tree is already up. <laughs> and and the closer we get to Christmas, well, the Christmas tree we all y'all are gonna be able to see. But the closer we get to Christmas, uh, I'm gonna put stuff outside in my yard, so um, my neighbors will get like Christmas, get to see the rest of my Christmas lights. That is too funny. <laughs> Yeah, the, the tree, and there's lights behind the, the curtain, which is a blackout curtain, but there's lights um, between the curtain and the window, so, yeah. So they can see the lights, but they can't see the tree, so. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, let's talk about the first two Christmas movies that um, came out this week, which is called... Yumi and Christmas Trees, starring Danica McKellar and Benjamin Ayers. The official synopsis is that an arborist falls in love with a farmer as she tries to save his trees before the town tree line. That is the official synopsis. The unofficial synopsis is that this um, Christmas tree whisperer goes to Avon, Connecticut, and helps out a Christmas tree farmer because his trees are mysteriously dying and she tries to find the cure for her tree, for the trees. <laughs> Here's the thing, they never revealed what was actually wrong with the trees. Okay, here's the thing. Um, for those of you who probably don't know, I, I work in ag- like in an agricultural related field. Um, I work in the office, so uh, as a, they're the company's PR person, but I have enough people telling me about viruses for plants and stuff that I understand what they are, they are and stuff. And so- Well, you gonna help me because I had no idea what was going on in the movie because I'm sitting there going- I, I don't under, like, I understand like the tree has a, a virus or something, right? Cause- Yeah, she said it. Uh, there was yeah. going to be a DNA test or something with a tree. Yeah, but they never revealed what it was. And I'm yeah. like, that's a bad issue with the writing because, like, at least don't let us wait for t- almost two hours and not tell us what happened to the trees, okay? Well, someone said to me, they were like, well, they did figure out it's the herbicide. I'm like, no, no, no. The herbicide no, it's is they, just like what they happened They blatantly say... The town in tree. the movie, there was a difference between what was happening to the town tree, which was the herbicide, and what was happening on the tree lot. Yeah. Uh, because the tree from the tree lot, once they were cut, they were dying essentially. Like and they really, got really quickly. This 
tablet and they were able to survive being cut after 24 hours or something like that right yeah it was like something about she said something about um the tree wasn't getting all the nutrients right away so this this pill thing that was going to add water was going to give them the nutrients but make it like a slow releasing nutrients thing (laughs) pretty much the gist of what I understood anyway I was thinking of it like um you know I have a bait I have a beta fish and they have these like little tabs that you can feed your fish it will last for one week and like it will slowly release the food for the beta fish so that's what I was comparing it to yeah yeah it's that's essentially what it what it is um yeah so anyway but the mystery of what is killing the fish I mean why the hell did I say fish (laughs) the mystery of what's killing the tree is still not known or whatever but I mean here's the thing I I am I'm a fan of like science and I love the whole idea of like how about branching out but I was so lost in trying to understand what the heck is going on. Why, what's the tree? What, what words, what, 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 what's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? That I could, I could concentrate on the love story, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, it really like, and I'm, like, if you're gonna have that plot line, at least tell us what happened, what the, what was causing the problem with the trees. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like my my big issue with it. Also, it, it really drug until it got to the second part. Um, at least for me, it did. Yeah, it was all no offense, but it was a bore. The first part of the movie was yeah, too it was boring. boring. It was boring. The I hate the, to say that because I love Christmas movies and I love Christmas Hallmark movies, but no. I haven't. This one was one. This, this one was not a good one for me. But no, they had um the the highlight for me was Dwayne, <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the other Christmas tree part. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was hilarious. I could totally see him being the villainous, um, you know, Grinch kind of thing <laughs> kills the trees. I mean, like. I like like they tried to inject all these Christmas other Christmas things into the movie, and I'm like, that's fine and all, but like, it just it fell apart. It just it didn't. yeah, they 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 did some kind of cocktail competition, and what else was what 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 were they doing? Um, bar <laughs> they were in a bar with drinking lots of wine and all these other things but yeah it was it 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 did not make sense a lot of and I, a lot of people actually liked the movie and I'm sitting there going is it me am I like- <laughs> I'm questioning it too because I'm, I'm I was reading the comments through some of the Hallmark groups and I'm like I know Camilla and I are on the same page with the way we feel about this movie. So is it just us? But here's the thing. I actually work in a field 
related to agriculture. So I do understand plants have viruses, okay? Yeah. And they make plants in so that they grow in a way to be resistant to these things. So it's just what she's trying to do to help him. And I get that, but they need to explain that better to people who don't understand that. And yeah. that was my, that was, that was my, one of my biggest complaints about the whole thing. And then the other thing that I had, um, like, but I did, I do, like I said, the end where they had the whole, the whole, like, you know, what's it called? Sabotage thing. That was mm-hmm. fun. Now, mind you, if the whole sabotage, if the whole tree lot being a virus thing, was all done because of sabotage. That to me would have been more interesting than like doing a DNA test and all these. Yeah, see, that would have been a good plot twist to this movie because it would have made sense that this guy was trying to sabotage his biggest competitor. That would have made sense. And I would have been wonderful. I would have loved it. I would have been like, yes, about this, I get. I the guy is trying to sabotage the whole Christmas tree farm so he like does something with the soil or the water or whatever and stuff like that then that would be like okay I get it I get it now I can concentrate on this romance story but there was just like no there's none but um, and and I love Danica McKellar I think she's amazing but I just I couldn't get into the movie yeah Danica and Benjamin have done much better movies than this one, in my opinion. This was not, this was not the hit that everyone keeps thinking it is. I'm like, am I missing something? <laughs> everyone is like ranking this when I ask people to rank their favorite four. Uh, you know, like their of of the four that came out that, yeah. over the weekend, yeah. This is like number one in a lot of their lists. This is four for me. Yeah, four definitely for me too. Definitely four. I was, I I was lost. I was lost on this one. Okay, so that's um, you mean Christmas trees? Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, well, there was a mini Wonder Years reunion with Danica and the actor who plays Dwayne. So. That was a fun one. I don't remember. I never saw Wonder Years, so I don't know. Who I saw, was. I've seen parts of it, but like, I don't remember him. So, but then again, I didn't remember Dan Laurie. I was on Wonder Years either until we watched him in The yes. Resident. Laurie was in Wonder Years. He played the dad. Yeah. And I realized I was like, yeah, that's the guy that was on The Resident. <laughs> Dan Laurie actually did a Christmas movie a couple years back with Danica called um, Christmas at Grand Valley. So th- this is like her second Hallmark Christmas movie that she did a Wonder Years reunion with. It would be awesome. I would love it. I would die. I would probably be happy. I would pray. Whatever. Um, for a Fred Savage Danica reunion on a Hallmark Christmas movie, or it could be a Hallmark Hanukkah movie since Fred Savage is Jewish. You know what I mean? Like, oh my and, god! And, and the movie. Then we're gonna bring up this Hanukkah thing. Uh, I guess in the next discussion podcast, I guess we're gonna be able to bring it up. 
Um, well, when they, we talk another one of those movies, but not in this one. They, well, um, they do actually have a Hanukkah movie. No, but there in, was a, a movie that referenced through Hanukkah this year. It's in, 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 in my heart. But yes, they do have a Christmas a Hanukkah theme movie this year. It just finished filming coming out. I well, Hanukkah is early this year too. It's usually yeah. um, a lot later than it is. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So how many stars would you give um, you mean Christmas? Uh, out of how many stars? Five. I'd say two and a half. Yeah, same here. This is not a good one. I, I did like this one. Sorry, y'all. Not a good one. Okay. Next movie in our discussion is Boyfriends of Christmas Past. And this is a long list of acting <laughs> actors that are on the casting list. You got Catherine Haina Kim. God, I hope that I said that right. Um, who plays Lauren? She's a marketing executive. Robert, Robert A. Black. Robert A. Black, Robert A. Black. How do you say it? Is it A Black or A Black? Or <laughs> ah, screwing up people's names. Robert A. Black, who plays Nate, he is a social worker in the movie. Paul Sun Young Lee uh, is, he plays Appa Leo. He plays uh, Lauren's dad. And then the four boyfriends are. Jordan Cronus, who plays Tyler, he was the um, home winter formal date boyfriend from high school. He was the first one that appeared. Card Calra, he played Jake. He was the um, college boyfriend. Ish Morris, who played Henry, he was the first boyfriend after college. And then Jack McLaurin, who played Logan, he was like the most recent serious boyfriend who proposed to Lauren. And I have to say this, my favorite um, synopsis of the movie <laughs> came from Twitter and it's so hilarious. I'm gonna read it to y'all, it's, it's funny. Um, this is the story of someone so in the friend zone that even the supernatural realm is like, bro, this is getting sad, we got you. <laughs> I mean, this movie is a retelling of a Christmas classic, The Christmas Carol. That's why I I am shocked when people were saying this isn't Christmas. And I'm like, since when? What? what? <laughs> have you ever, have they ever watched like like I remember because I guess because I grew up, my dad's a, a boomer, so um, I grew up in this house where I'm watching these classic black and white Christmas movies with my dad. And one of them is like the Oof. old, old Christmas. Yeah, the old, old Christmas Carol yeah. um, the, that's in black and white. And then I think actually Patrick Stewart, my dad's a Trekkie, but Patrick Stewart did one where he played, played Scrooge, I think. Yeah. And um, so that one's like a classic in our house but yeah i i didn't understand the storyline and it's retold multiple ways and reinvented in multiple ways over and this one's no exception to that so i don't know yeah. why people didn't understand that and then even if you never heard of the christmas carol the whole storyline was literally about christmas like it was 
She had an issue with commitment and she always broke up with him at Christmas. Yeah. Like, and her mom left Christmas. Christmas was triggering to her. Like, it was yeah. the word Christmas was in almost every scene, almost every line. And there's the decorations in the background in almost yes. every scene. And it was yeah. like, how much more Christmas do you need for it to be not Christmas? <laughs> it was Christmas. Oh my God. And then they had, um, but I have to say, I was disappointed with a lot of the racism that came out of this movie. Some of the fans, like, I was just like, yo, like. I was disappointed. I, mean, I, was, sh- I, was, I expected it. To be honest with you, I've expected it because I know who a lot of the Hallmark fans, Hallmark, trait um what is it called like relegated to before with the old ceo Uh thank god he's no longer there and that's why we are not talking about him or his channel anymore because literally (laughs) i do not want to talk about it anytime i talk about him i want to cuss him out but anyway um so any so no we're not talking about that other channel uh uh what is that called a lot of the a lot of racism came out with this movie i remember reading which saddens me it really does because see here's the thing um my dad's oldest brother is married to a korean woman who um he married while he was stationed in korea from being in the military and so i've been she's been in my life like she's been married to my uncle for like i don't know going on 50 something years so i'm only 32 so She's been around for a long time, okay? Yeah. Um, so I have memories of, of her at Christmas. And so I, I love seeing some of the, the Korean traditions that were coming up and everything. Mm-hmm. So for me, like seeing the racism, like I, I, that, that's triggering to me because like my, I think of my aunt and. Well, someone said to me, someone said that, um... Like they couldn't understand anything the actors were saying, and I'm they were speaking very, perfectly good English. Yeah, they were speaking English, and even if they had an accent, you know, it's like, what are you trying to say? Like, you know what I mean? But it's just like, this is the only. I was so excited when the movie poster came out because the movie poster were all people of color. Like every, uh, they had um, Catherine, they had George, uh, they had Karn, they had Robert in the um, in the movie poster, and Catherine is Korean. Um, Robert, I think, is like Middle Eastern or or Indian or something like that. He definitely uh, looks uh, Indian to me. Like I thought he looked yeah. Indian. Um, Ish is black. It's you know, Karn is also Middle Eastern, I believe, if I remember remember his um, IG correctly. But yeah, and it's like I was excited, but I also, like I said, I know who um, Hobart catered to. Not get, let's let's be honest here. For like many many years, Hobart catered to white conservatives so I wasn't I, I wasn't shocked really at the racist response 
Um, but it's like, you know, I was just talking to Tracy and Reed, and we were talking, she was talking about how in the old Hallmark, they had, you know, she didn't say it out loud, but, you know, they had very, you know, um yeah i know where you're going new when the new people came she was excited because you know there was a way she she wanted to introduce diversity in the movies that with the old guard she wasn't really able to especially with her sister-in-law who was um half taiwanese she was like you know in the previous movies her sister-in-law wasn't allowed to embrace her asian side in the movies that she did for hallmark but with the movie that she she did recently for hallmark she was like i she was like i'm excited katrina was excited to finally be able to embrace her asian side because previously her asian side was erased you know and i was telling tracy that she was like yeah but that that you're right, it was. And that's one thing that we were so excited about with um, Christmas with the Darlings was that she was able to embrace it in some way by just having her name be um, Chinese. But yeah, it's like, it is, I'm not shocked. And I think a lot of people are still holding on to that old guard of Hallmark, if you know what I mean. But there is also a very loud support for the new god and I hope I just hope that we keep we're the ones who wins out because honestly we need more stories it's it's refreshing to see a story like this to see them show these traditions uh because other traditions other than what the whitewashed Christmas kind of deal seeing yeah. all these other cultural traditions because every culture celebrates every different holiday differently. Yeah. And uh, Christmas is no no different. Yeah. I mean, um, like I was talking to Tracy and Dream earlier and she we were talking about our favorite Christmas moments. And she talked about like, you know, her favorite Christmas moments. And I talked about mine and I realized that being Filipino, our stuff is a little bit different, if that makes sense, because of the food that we 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 eat, or um, you know, we talk about like religion, because a lot of times um, it's I don't want to hurt any Christian people, but um, Christmas I feel in America has become so capitalized. Capitalism? Yeah, it's capitalized. And and here's the thing. I worked retail quite a few Christmases where I was in the thick of seeing the holiday season where I yeah. worked up until like 5 p.m. Christmas Eve and then went home and celebrated Christmas. Yeah. So I was just in it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I worked in a movie theater where I worked Christmas night where it was one of our busiest nights of the yeah. year. So I've seen it face to face. Yeah. Uh, Christmas American Christmas, if, if I look back, is very capitalistic centered kind of thing with like Christmas presents, um, shopping, gifts, all that kind of things. Whereas like for my family, it was more religious centered, you know, with like going it, to well, church. Mine was and, 
who so, um, yeah. my childhood yes yeah um I grew up I'm southern as you can probably tell just hearing hearing my voice you can probably tell I'm from the south uh I grew up in the deep heart of South Carolina in the south in a southern Baptist church yeah religion was kind of the thing where we we did the, the church family thing and we went to church uh we had the Christmas mass. yeah we the and we had the Christmas con- the candlelight Christmas um thing major we, kind yeah of the, the all that stuff um my I remember one year like doing the children's choir and we had like the Christmas pageant where the nativity and everything mm. and you know my dad played the music for it because he could play guitar uh, so there was all this stuff where we were always there in the church, especially at Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, actually, some of my best memories. So, yeah. um, and, and to this day, there's always an, an ornament my dad has of the nativity that goes on the Christmas tree. And it has, it's made of wood. And it, and it has, you know, the Mary Joseph, the baby, uh, the three wise men and all that stuff but you know it always hangs on the tree and yeah. it always has the light hanging in it to show the star yeah so yeah that's a memory that I will always have and so yeah a lot of it was religious it kind of just it kind of faded away after a while but um those memories are still there yeah so well um so Back to Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Lauren, it, as we said earlier, is like a market executive, you know, who like is very successful in her career or whatever. But and she has a best friend named Mate. A poor guy has developed a crush on her. He's fallen in love with her, but she has issues of running away. Whatever, like, whenever things get serious with her boyfriends, she runs away, which is what the why the apparitions of the boyfriends started coming in because they were like, you know, trying to show sort of like the Christmas Carol, uh, where you know they show her her past. They were all past except for the last one, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, they they kind of show her of uh, the what what the pattern that she did uh, with their previous relationships and the pattern was for me the most obvious pattern was that she 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 ran away and kept running and was anytime they mentioned the next step of the relationship which was you know I love you or let's move in together or will you marry or let's get married yeah it was like (laughs) bam I mean she literally did she push off the guy on yeah, the, the zip, zip line, line when he proposed to her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like I've been zip lining, so I can literally say it. That like, first off, I have a question. There's safety requirements on these zip lines. I don't know why she wasn't wearing your helmet on that thing because they actually make you wear your helmet as off. So as soon as you get onto the course, yeah, well, that that's a safety it's, it's hazard. Movie, so you have to. It's kind a of sa- like- but it is a safety hazard. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, she, um, so yeah, her, her, her pattern was that like anytime the other guy tries to like mention any kind of next step, she runs away like crazy. And um, another pattern is that this was all during Christmas and we find out that we, it's been talked about pretty much throughout the movie that her mom 
walked out on her and her dad when she was younger around Christmas time. So I guess Christmas kind of triggers her. And then of course the like next up, it was like, oh, I don't know. But anyway, her best friend, Nathan, the whole time is like, you know, there to support her through the breakups or whatever. And her friends are like, girl, you're in love with this guy. Okay, can, you, can we stop already? Lying to yourself and stuff. And Nathan is cute. Robert A. Black is hot, which, which gives me the hibby-jibbies saying that because he's from Degrassi and I watched Degrassi as a teen and I'm like, when he was a teenager, I was already an adult and I was sitting there going like, oh my God, I feel weird talking about this guy <laughs> being cute. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> You know what I mean? I know what you mean. But I mean, like, I need to stop. Because, but he is a... Anyway, uh, Robert, Nate is like husband, her best friend or whatever. And she... And he was a social worker who was um, throwing a Christmas party for the yeah. foster care kids. Yep. Which, um, uh, anyway, uh, I talked too much about that already on Instagram. <laughs> um, he recruited Lauren to help him or whatever. At one point, like, she was so busy with this pitch that she left him, you know, alone for the party. And that's when he was like, look, I'm in love with you or whatever. But obviously, you know, I'm not important to you or something like that. So this is it, you, you know, just don't talk to me or whatever. And that's when like the fourth Christmas ghost comes in and says, boyfriend ghost, it set, you know, shows her the um, all four boyfriend ghosts show, come and show her the future. And she sees him propose to Lily and she's like, no, 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 don't do this to me and stuff, but yeah. And so that's when she finally falls in love with Nate. Well, but, I always uh, thought that like, yeah, she's in love with him, but she can't admit it, you know? Yeah, so her line was that she, you, she, she can rip, about her best friend would say, she well, she said she can't risk hurting Nate, and her friend said, "You can't risk hurting Nate, or you can't hurt risking you." Because it's like I kind of understand what she was coming from, because he's your best friend. Like you're you're best friends with this guy. What if it doesn't work out? Are you? You know, friendships don't usually go back to just being friends if they break up. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't, yeah. the friendship is never the same. So are you willing to risk, you know, not losing your best friend in that capacity for a relationship? Like for me, for me to do that, I have to be 100% certain, like this is a thing for me to 
it can't be like a flimsy relationship. You know what I mean? For me anyway, for me too. Yeah, I agree. Like I would have to like know like, it, I, I, you can't always know that it's going to work, but like you have to know that the feelings are mutual and that yeah. you both want. Yeah. And, and you have case, to take a big leap. That's a big yeah. leap. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you can fall in love with your best friend. I mean, that, I'm, that people do that all the time is falling in love with their best friend. But it's like, that's a big risk. That To me, that's a big risk. You know, Absolutely. people are yeah. like, oh, your husband is supposed to be your best friend or whatever. So like, yeah, but sometimes you need a best friend that's not in your, that you're not in a relationship with. Agreed. You know? <laughs> and, but, you know, for her, but I'm, I'm glad it like, I liked the fact that, you know, eventually they both admitted that they were in love with each other. And, you know, we got the traditional end of movie kiss. Um, that Hallmark they had the one year later when he proposed to her at Christmas yes and um there was a moment there where she was like wide-eyed panicked when he got down on one knee you know it's like girl you better say yes if you say if you start you you need you would need that I hope you did therapy in the past year so you don't say no yeah because I felt like she the girl needed therapy and there is nothing wrong with therapy but like she had some issues that she had to deal with, whether it was abandonment issues, Christmas, PTSD, something to deal with. So, because I feel like you know she was um, triggered by you know the mom leaving and stuff. So I was hoping that like <laughs> when he proposed, I was like, I hope you went to therapy first before and got that fixed. <laughs> You know what I mean? But um, anyway, yeah, there was that, 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 this wasn't even just cultural representation to me that's to be celebrated, but also the fact that, like, they talked about abandonment, divorce, um, you know, remarriage, finding love again, that kind of thing. And these are like things that really, for a lot, wow, how about? didn't delve much into because I mean they <laughs> the, a yeah lot of that was the was... other part of that but it's so common and so I mean even in my life my parents are divorced my dad is remarried um that's normal for me I have a stepmother and she helped raise me yeah for I mean she was in my life since I was six yeah. so this is brutally normal for me and to see it on screen is nice, especially in a Hallmark movie. I liked, um, what is her name? Hong. I think that was her stepmom's name. Yeah. yeah. Like the, their relation, her relationship with Lauren. Like they, she took in the, step, the mob role, but not really the mob role. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, um, I want like if uh, if there is a part two of this movie, I hope that we we get introduced to her biological mom and they can like figure out forgiveness or something. You know what I mean? I mean, there's definitely like there would there's definitely 
a way for them to make a sequel and to still have that theme where she still works on her issues. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I feel like, especially with the wedding, I, I would assume if there's a sequel, there's going to be a wedding. There, there would be time for her to like reconcile with her biological mom. You know, like, hey, mom, I would like you to come to your wedding, but let's talk about, you know, you leaving me, <laughs> you know, first. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And like a I fun way, obviously, but um, yeah. Whew, uh, what kind of, anything else in this movie that you, that you want to talk about that I missed? No, no, I mean, I mean, I just, you know, that was one of those things I was like, you, you really don't see that in a Hallmark movie with the divorced dad, is it the dad, which was like, hello, that's my life. <laughs> I lived with dad. Um, my, my, I love my mom. She's in my life. Um, I, unlike the character, um, but she wasn't there for things that I needed her to be there for. Yeah. So I, I do, I do have the utmost sympathy to this character um, in many ways. So I was like, do you have, that's to my say- life. That's my childhood right there. <laughs> I do have to say that this movie took a lot of, um, what's your thought? It's a lot of Netflix <laughs> actors in this movie. I'm like, did all my contact Netflix and hey, say, hey, can we borrow some people from you? Because <laughs> you got Kim's Convenience Store, which is from Paul Sun Young Lee, called A Black is from Jimmy and Georgia. I mean, it's just, I think it's just the only person that is a Hallmark veteran. He's been in several movies before. Catherine did um, FBI, Hawaii 5 that kind of thing. So yeah. And I just looked through her IMDb. She was part of Ghost of Girlfriends Past with Matthew McConaughey. So I mean, this is like her second Christmas Carol storyline version sort of movie that she did. But yeah, so... I'm just excited, and we get to talk to her on Wednesday. Yes, we'll, Camilla and I will be interviewing Catherine um, this coming Wednesday. We're very excited to get to talk to her. I know. I, <sighs> one thing that she posted, um, I believe it was on her Instagram story, was, look, mom, we, I'm on TV and she was like growing up on TV there was no growing up there was no one that looked like me on TV and I get to I get to be like on TV finally and stuff like that I get to be the that person who's on TV for somebody else and I was like girl you and me we share the same story because it's exactly yeah. the same. like we both grew up with like nobody on tv looking like us and stuff so it's it's so which is we're gonna talk more about that also on the next podcast where we talk about christmas in my heart because whew, y'all if you haven't seen christmas in my heart go watch it uh, uh we'll talk more about it 
but like yeah um for me the ranking of one to four for uh number one miss christmas in my heart number one christmas in my heart is definitely that but the 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 one the one we just discussed is number two wait friends of christmas past yeah definitely christmas Professor Christmas Pass is number two for me yeah. too. I think that it has comedy. It had, I was laughing throughout most of the movie. Um, there was like, you know, heart. There was diversity. There was like, you know, realism also in the storyline, even though not really, since I'm hoping that none of my boyfriends come in the apparitions. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few boyfriends I don't want to ever see again. So yeah, they can just disappear off into the past where they belong. I don't want any boyfriend apparitions coming to my apartment. Like, okay, we gotta go and visit your past. I'm like, I don't want to visit my past. Can we skip that? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like to this was. Like this is new stars, new newish storylines. I wouldn't even say this is a new storyline because this is no. Uh, it's a it's a revamped Christmas Carol. Everybody does this and stuff, but um, the newness is definitely the diversity and like touches of Korean culture and foster care and everything else. And then so. divorce and remarriage and yeah. 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 So it's this new, it's the same old story aligned with new touches, modern, modern touches. Yep. yep. Story. So, but yeah, awesome movie. Um, four stars is what I would get. Four and a half stars. Four stars. What would you I'd give? say four and a half. Uh, uh, I have to okay. like. Maybe. Maybe. I, 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 I get what you're saying, four, because I, I have. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in the next podcast. Yeah, but yeah, uh, this is definitely number two, and I hope to see more of these actors. And I hope this, I hope there's more of these things where it's like a mostly diverse cast, where it's like all, and it's not just this is a reminder for people that people of color isn't just black and white it's like there's also you know Asian and uh, Middle Eastern and all these other things that were very much because a lot of times when it comes to racial divide and racial storylines or whatever it's mostly taught in the black versus white world Uh, and then those of us who are not fitting in that in either of those categories, I'm like, hi, we exist too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, you know, because, yeah, I know what you mean. Because, I mean, I guess because I have an aunt that's from Korea uh, who still speaks with a very heavy um, accent. Mm. So um, even after 50 years of being in America. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I can understand her. So <laughs> I know. That's so it matters, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, I grew I grew up with that where it was normal for you know for her for her to be around. And so I I guess it just for me it was like it, I never saw the difference. Yeah. Because I was used to her. 
Anyway, so that's about it for this podcast. Um, join. I will probably release this on Tuesday. Then Wednesday. Oh God. Wednesday, we will be interviewing Catherine. Yeah. And then we will be recording the other part of the um, podcast yeah, where we'll be discussing Christmas in my heart and, and Santa Stakeout. Santa Stakeout. So, yeah. That one is just, I love both of those movies. I think, I think there were, I think I love them for different reasons now. One was more yeah. of an emotional, um, thing where I was just like, oh, this beautiful story, and there's just so much going on, and I can't even like put it to words how much more, how much I love this movie. Yeah, I was just like floored. I was just, and and, and I guess I'll talk about more of this on Wednesday. I was just floored at how beautiful Christmas in my heart was. I, I did I tell you I got a message from Luke McFarland. You did, yes. He like he he was like thank he was like thank you for highlighting the diversity and stuff. And it was so cool because I um I you know how like on Instagram stories you can see who saw mm-hmm, all of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He saw all of them. He looked through all of the Instagram stories and everything. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I always get floored when I see that we have like even with the <laughs> resident when I see one of the actors had seen. Even if we didn't tag them, they've seen our story. And I'm like, yeah. like Malcolm's pretty regular with actually yeah, reading our story. Us. So I'm like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I know. That's why I was like, but, um, and then, yeah, when, um, what else? Yeah. And then so, and it could say to out is just pure comedy. Seriously, pure comedy. And uh, well, here's the thing: like, I grew up watching um, the Maori twins. On yeah, Disney hello, House. sister, sister. Hello. <laughs> um, so seeing seeing her was like, you know, flashback to my my childhood. I, I was I I want. We know the Williams sisters have a Christmas party, Christmas movie, in yeah. a couple of months. I want a Maori sister Christmas movie. I want a sister sister <laughs> turn up. Ah, can you imagine? Well, like a, ah, sister sister. <laughs> but yeah, like a sister sister reunion with like, I don't know if everybody from the old sister sister could do it, but you know, with Jack A. Harry and all that other stuff. <laughs> 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 Anyway, but yeah, that's about it for me. See you guys in a couple of days. Because um, this will be coming out on Tuesday. Wednesday, I will release the interview with Tracy. And then Thursday, I will probably release the second batch of this podcast. And then Friday will be with Catherine.